Art Next Door Prepared by Tuche Ela Art Next Door features the independent art scene in Neukölln and Berlin. Free Community-based art Socially engaged artistic practice Artist-led project spaces Collectives Emerging and young artists. News and interviews will be broadcast in Arts Next Door on Keith FM. Thank you so much, Eleanor, for accepting my uh, invitation to join the podcast uh, series uh, Arts Next Door. This is a special edition that I'm doing for the Arts Connect September uh, open call. And you were one of the selected artists. And I'm very happy to have this conversation because we have known each other for a while already. And it's uh, also lovely to have the conversation for this purpose. Before we discuss about your practice, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, of course. First of all, I'm very happy to to be here and to talk to you in this uh, structure, you know, in this uh, place. It's very... um... Uh, it's very exciting and of course I'm very happy to be in the um, Art Connect artists to watch it's um, it's amazing it's really I'm very happy about it and about introducing myself I think I should like usually yeah I'm Eleanor Sam I'm a multidisciplinary artist from Tel Aviv but I think uh, I should start with the fact that uh, I have two dogs and two cats and my husband uh, is Leo, and he's a lighting designer. He's a master in lighting designer. And this is the most base- basic thing that is important to know about me. It's like a part, big part of my life, which is very important. Um, and uh, beyond that, I am a multidisciplinary artist. And I work mostly with uh, large-scale uh, sculptures and immersive installations. Um, I was born in Jerusalem to a mixed family of uh, uh, both German and um, very uh, Israeli uh, family. My father's side is German and it is made of diplomats and aristocracy. So it's like both sides. And uh, my humble Sephardic uh, side in Israel, which is uh, rooted in Jerusalem for many, many years, for um, generations, Uh, It's a very full and uh, rich heritage of music and folktale and food and love, very warm and very, um, very special. Um, Currently, I live in Tel Aviv and I am uh, doing my master's in Bezalel Academy, which uh, where I also did my uh, bachelor's. Uh, And I have an ongoing romance with Berlin. Um, as you know, we, we know uh, each other because of this connection. I, I think that the, the romance is with Berlin's past and its uh, present. And now it's also about the future. So it's, it's very time. Um, it's all about the time. It's all about the fluidity of time, like how the time mixes, you know, the past and the, the future. So yeah, I think that's that's the best way I can introduce myself. 
So hi. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so let's talk about the uh, projects that you pitched for the Art Connect. Tell us one of the projects that you would like to highlight for this podcast. Uh, okay, so first of all, I think that um, the projects I pitched uh, were all about showing a timeline, which is very different from like a painter or sculpture or a sculptor. Like it's I show uh, works that uh, are sitting on a very long timeline, you know, because I show works that are um that are large ins installations it's not like i can show uh, works on paper from the past year it's uh works that are from the past five years okay it's very i think it's very important and then you i could really show uh the change that happened through time so it's like every work is um uh it's not only talking about itself like what i did in the work but also like uh, something about uh, the period of time it was made in, which is a very long uh, period of time. I can talk about, I want to, to say, of course, something about my, my, last, uh, my last work, which I, I pitched, which is called All Parts Are In My Favor. It's um, um, a work that I did for my uh, solo show in P P8. It's a, an artist-run gallery in Tel Aviv that I'm a member of. And the work was, uh, I will talk about a, a bit how, how it looks because we are on a podcast so we can, <laughs> can see the images, but it's like uh, a very dark space. I put black, like black, felt all over the walls and the floor and uh, in the center there is a large uh, sculpture that is um, actually it's a Weihnachtspyramide I'm sure in Israel no one knows um, about it it's a very strange structure what is it I don't know it but I think in Germany it's something that is very well known the Weihnachtspyramide which is a, a Christmas pyramid which is a wooden structure made of uh, like a, um, a few um, floors or a few like a few tables uh, one on top of each other with uh, um, a propeller on the top that uh, the the heat of the candles pushes up and pushes the the propeller around which go which takes all of the little wooden figurines from the floors and rotates them like a carousel uh, it's a very Christmassy uh, thing it's a very German object uh, that I enlarged I made it it was two meters and 80 centimeters high uh, it was very very big and it was all made of recycled wood and um metal that was uh, uh, tampered with like metal that uh, I, I made it look like uh, it's very very old so the whole structure was a bit you know like something out of the past uh, without the wooden figurines in it the the family the the holy family uh, that was the nativity scene that we usually see on this kind of structure on the bottom uh, floor. Um, I put in the corner, floating in the air, uh, with a mirror on the floor. So you would think that the figurines were 
in a dark pit in the corner. Uh, it's like a, an optical, kind of an optical illusion, but I really just wanted to put them in the corner in a, in a place, in a non-place, you know, in a place that doesn't exist. Um, so this work is very important to me, of course, because it's the last one. So it's, you're always in love with your, <laughs> with your last work. Uh, but I think it's, it was also like a big breakthrough in my work. It's like a, a very, very important um, moment uh, that I could touch this very, very deep and uh, delicate subject of this structure that its origin was in, uh, in a Weihnachtspyramide that I got from my grandfather as a, as a child. Uh, he brought it from Germany to Israel and it's, uh, it was like magic. Okay, the whole German part of my family is more like magic. It's it's less earthed, you know. It's it's less it's less real. It's more like the fairy tale, and it was like the the physical part of my German family that was amazing. Every year in Christmas, we lit it up and everything was beautiful. And through the throughout the years, some parts fell and it started stopped working, and everything got really like not in its best shape. And uh, it, it was really very similar to what happened to my family and to my home that also got uh, ruined uh, throughout the years. So it was like a, in a very small um, representation of the, my home and family situation. Uh, and eventually it's, it stood alone like a monument like uh, a monument of, uh, of a beautiful time that was in the past uh, and like a, a, a relic of, of uh, ruin. You know, I, th I think I, I, I look at it like the Kaiser Wilhelm uh, Memorial Church in Kudam. It's like this grand, grand, beautiful um, architectural uh, work that was in its highest season, you know, during the 19th century. And uh, it sh it, it's talking about like the, the beauty of German heritage. And at the same time, it's kept ruined to remember something awful that happened. So it's, so this little object uh, held these two forces together. And uh, I wanted to portray it in the um, in this exhibition, and actually, eventually, uh, it wasn't as if I took the little object and make it made it bigger. It's not a replica of it. Uh, it became something new of its own, that is um, that came from a very very deep place. It's like it it borrowed the image it wasn't it's not it was not the object itself it was already something borrowed something different that um that was from it was like from a different world something else so this whole thing was born during the making of the show and uh, i understood it only during the, the the you know after the opening i looked at it and it's like wow you are not the object was you were not what you were supposed to be or something completely different and uh, it was an amazing uh, thing it was very important 
what is your current uh, and future projects? Are you working on something new these days? Uh, well, I'm very happy to say that at the moment I'm in a kind of a cult blanche moment. Uh, I've <laughs> I've just started a school year um, in the Betzalel MFA, and it's it's the most the high point of the MFA is the graduate show that will be in May, which is not so far away. So. Um, After this very crazy year, it was a crazy year uh, with very important uh, exhibitions and uh, important projects that just finished. So I'm and I'm still a bit overwhelmed by everything. I am very happy to be in this moment. And I think that I have my thoughts for the future. Uh, and the main word, it always starts with a word. Okay, so my main word that is hovering above my head at the moment is castles. Castles. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if it will be uh, present in, in, my, in the work, but it certainly is the, um, the ignition word for starting a new work. I really like that you start with the word, that you have a starting point, and that's a word. I like it. <laughs> yeah it's it's just how it it happens yeah. <laughs> but is it also becomes a title eventually or is it just like a kind of an inspiration and starting point for you um you know you could i could never uh know in advance uh there most of my shows starts with a sentence that uh, um that just holds on until the end and then when I have to to select a, um, a name for the, for a show of course that would be the name like I had the bell has rung but the queen is underwater so it was a full it was a name of a full project that eventually was a, a big show uh, that the whole project started from this sentence Um, a very big man that was talking about my great grandfather in Berlin, and it was to uh, work with two editions that were was of course it's a very big man. It's an a man that was over two meters high. He was the mayor of Berlin. He was very big in many ways. Of course, that would be the name of the show. But uh, my last show, which I talked about just now, all parts are in my favor. I only understood the name of the show a week before. And uh, it came from an, a, a very deep understanding and, uh, um, and it was only later on, you know, it, it didn't begin, it didn't start with that. Uh, so it doesn't always start with the, the word that I begin with doesn't um, necessarily uh, will, uh, will be present in the end. It wouldn't be present necessarily, but it's, it's a very important part of the, um, of the work Um, progress so it's so i'm sure that will eventually be, will be a castle or two in the, in the project if if it starts with castles but who knows thank you so much for your time elnor it was very lovely to hear your practice and your current projects thank you thank you thank you to Thank you, Chajin, for accepting my interview request uh, and it's very nice to have you Um, so could you please start introducing yourself to our audience? Hi, so my name is Jiajian Lin, and I was originally from Taiwan, and now based in uh, Brooklyn, New York. 
and I've been living in the U.S. for uh, almost 16 years since 2004. My installation often integrates sculptures, video, photographs, and performance collaboration. And um, I was trained as a painter and high school teacher for my undergrad in Taipei. And after teaching for a year in high school, uh, I went to the School of Museum of Fine Art at Tufts in Boston um, to pursue my master's degree. And um, so during my grad study in Boston, I had the opportunity to, um, to learn and explore my subject through different ways of creation. And since then I have developed a body of work with, uh, with or within uh, different media. So we are doing this interview for the Arts Connect uh, call that you were one of the um, selected artists uh, for the September call. And so I would like to ask you uh, the background story uh, for one of the works that you pitched in the Arts Connect call. Um, so we all read some of the in information on the website, but I'm actually curious a little bit to scratch the background story that is untold or the inspiration that you have in your projects. Sure, yeah. So the words I submit to the Art, uh, Art Connect Artist Watch Open Call um, were selected from two of my series. And so one of the series uh, is called Manufacture. And so in that series, I look into the parallel relationship between art making and manufacturing. And then, uh, so the menu, manufacturer is a com combined word I create. That means menu, like use your hand and fracture, that means like break. So I intended to use my hand to break something and, and so to re uh, reconstruct into something else. And so this series of work was inspired by my father's a uh, former bonded leather factory in Taiwan, which is already closed down. So um, I got a lot of inspiration um, from his working process. And uh, so that was um, one of the series I, I submit to the open call. And the other one is, uh, is my, from my most recent works that I created since the pandemic. And this series of work uh, is entitled The Invisible Asians. So in which uh, I explore uh, some of the social issues uh, such as identity, uh, immigration process and the racism uh, under the Trump administration. So I also look into uh, some of the protests and uh, immigration restriction and also um, some of the violent attack on people of color, especially uh, towards the East Asian during the 2020 and 21. So thank you for explaining those background stories. Um, I mean, as myself, also as an immigrant person, I have the empathy and then it just resonates um, a lot, the projects that you submitted. Um, you. Yeah. Um, so what are you working at the moment? And then I knew you told me that you are actually uh, traveling to Berlin soon for a residency. Tell us a little bit about your uh, current and upcoming projects. Yeah, so uh, right now uh, I'm working on my upcoming uh, solo show at the, which will be at the Locust Project in Miami uh, for next spring. Uh, that will be open on uh, April 22nd, I believe, is on the Earth Day. So it will be uh, next spring. 
And um, so right now uh, I'm working on some video shooting, um, not just a, about a video shooting uh, of the landscape or cityscape, but also I'll be working with some performers. Um, and also I'm working on some of the sculptures, which will be uh, as a part of the video and sculpture installation uh, in a large scale, um, will be also site specific. And also, uh, I'm going to Berlin for a full month, a little bit more than full month residency at the Kunsthaus Britannia. I'm sorry if I pronounced it. No, that uh, was pretty good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been learning more uh, over there. Um, so yeah, we'll be from December 1st until early um, April uh, next year. So during my, my time in Berlin, uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, to meet and also uh, possibly working with uh, some sound artists and um, also uh, potentially maybe with some performers in Berlin. I'm looking forward to meet uh, more people. And I'll be uh, working on um, multi-channel video editing and also learning about the projection mapping for the show um, that I'll be doing in Miami. Originally, I'll be in uh, Artist Circle. Uh, supposed to be at uh, this month, but uh, because of travel restrictions, so uh, they have to postpone it to next fall. So uh, that will be uh, my my future project um, for later of next year, but I'm very looking forward to uh, meeting and working together with other scientists and artists uh, doing that um, exploitation, yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Chao Jane. Um... It was a big pleasure to have this little conversation with you. And I'm looking forward to meeting you actually in person when you are here in Berlin. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, very excited. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Megan, for accepting my interview request. Uh, and then we are uh, having this interview for um, ArtConnect special edition. Uh, for the artist to watch in September. So I was invited to be part of the jury, guest jury, and I'm very happy to invite you to uh, join this um, special edition of the Art Next Door podcast. Um, could you please start introducing yourself? Yeah, and thank you for, for inviting me to your podcast. My name is Megan Gates. I am an artist based out in the United States. I am originally from the San Francisco Bay Area in California, but I have traveled for schooling, for residencies, and for teaching positions around the United States. Um, currently, I am in Utah, which is in the high desert, um, a little still on the west side of the, the United States, but um, it's quite different than any other place I've lived. I've just moved here a couple months ago. Um, besides my time in the United States, I've also traveled for residencies outside uh, in Europe and in Asia. I, I just feel very um, grateful to be included in this group of artists um, that is featured through this uh, organization uh, based out in Berlin. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for including me. <laughs> Could you tell a little bit the background story um, or the, your inspirations of your ceramics that you pitched for the Art Connect call? Yeah, so my work isn't necessary. I don't consider it to be series more so than um, an evolution of forms. I um, started this evolution, as I put it, oh, about a decade ago. So my work stems from uh, observations that I make out in the natural world. 
I think living someplace like uh, Northern California and, and observing the flora and fauna of little microclimates that um, are in that area stemmed that stemmed that body of work. So I take um, bits and pieces of different creatures, different um, different forms, whether it be the uh, internal or external anatomy. I even look at things from a, a microscopic as well as a macro. Um, orientation. Um, since I have been teaching at universities, I've had access to microscopes as well. So I have been looking at organisms on the microscopic level. And so I'll take um, textures and the anatomy of those forms and, and make these odd amalgamations um, in, a, in, a, in a ceramic material. So ceramics is my primary, primary material. I I have ventured out and tried other other materials as well. I've experimented with glass. I'd like to get back into that. Hopefully once I have access to that again, it's been a while, but um, ceramics is my primary material. But everything is just uh, pieced together. And then I, I do layers and layers of glazes at different temperatures. And um, I kind of feel like a mad scientist at that point. And I create these very uh, um, odd surfaces to hopefully um, provide more information as to the state in which my forms are experiencing. Sometimes I, I, I get, I, from viewers, I get that the, it's not just one individual form, but it's multiple forms interacting with each other. And I, and I like that as well. I, I like to leave it pretty open to people's interpretations. I get um, a lot of comments that my work looks like coral reef and that probably, um, and I, and I understand that I see that definitely. And it's probably because I've lived mostly coastally up till this point. I, since I have moved to the desert, I'm, I'm curious how that's going to start influencing my work as well. So um, we'll see. So I guess stay tuned for that. <laughs> so then actually it is also relevant to talk about your current or future projects, uh, how, how your work is evolving at the moment. Yeah. So um it's interesting. I more often I, I make uh, sculptures and in, in parts, and then I piece them together like a puzzle. That's just my building style. And I actually have some some parts that I made when I was still living in um, Florida. That was the last location I was living in, and so I was living around the swamp and around the ocean. So I have pieces that I have made there, and I've transported them with me to the desert to Utah, and so. Now um, I'm making elements to fit into those, those pieces. Um, so it's going to be kind of these hybrids of uh, uh, more, more ocean themed forms with more desert themed forms. And so it's been kind of fun. I'm slowly building some pieces right now um, that hopefully will be finished in the next, next few weeks, but I'm balancing my teaching schedule with uh, my, my art practice. So um, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I mean, talking about this moving, actually, um, very spontaneous question, how it is challenging for you uh, to move around uh, with those fragile objects? Because it's, uh, I mean, ceramic is a very strong material, but at the same time, fragile. What do you think of this, like a moving around with your objects? Oh, it's, it's very tricky, um, especially um, some of my forms have this cage-like structure, and those are fairly delicate um, even after I, I complete the pieces. So most of my pieces, I, I uh, either surround them in foam or if I'm 
transporting them in my car. I, I surround them in blankets. They get very cozy. My pieces get very cozy and take up a lot of space. But uh, as long as long as they're well cushioned, as long as I seat belt them into my car, they do pretty well. But then I don't have much space for say other other things that I might need, just like personal items. So um, I have to be fairly flexible with my studio spaces. It always changes from place to place. Um, I have a, a set set of tools that I just carry around with myself. I don't get particularly fancy with uh, what I use to build my forms. Um, if I have to use a stick, sometimes I use a stick that I find. It just kind of depends on where I am at the time. And I've been fortunate enough that I've been able to have studio spaces um, alongside my, my students' studio spaces, which I think is a nice dialogue. We create a nice dialogue between each other um, because they give me feedback that I, I nece don't necessarily see and I give them feedback likewise and they see how I build. So I think that's been kind of fortunate up to this point. I am currently building out a studio in uh, my home that I just moved into, but it's gonna take a little time to get that um, fleshed out. So right now I am, currently working alongside my students at my new university. Um, and it's been going well so far. Most of the professors that they've had at that institution up to this point, I think have been primarily um, uh, functionally based. So a lot of beautiful pottery, a lot of beautiful pottery. And so I'm bringing in a, a whole new, new side of the ceramic uh, medium for them to see. So that's been kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, thank you so much for being available to have this short chat with me for my podcastings. It was very interesting to hear this journey and the evolution that you mentioned. I really like the way that you actually define your work. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you as well. <laughs> <laughs> If you like my podcast series, you can support and buy me a coffee. Buymeacoffee.com slash Tuche, T-U-C-E. See you in the next episode. Bye. Art Next Door, prepared by Tuche Eren. Art Next Door is a monthly radio show on Kit FM and a podcast series at Anchor FM. <laughs>